I can tell you that. Strip clubs, NBA opening night, Eagles, still stink, Jalen Hurts. I'm just listing things that we're going to talk about. We're live in the Prop Swap Studios, AM 1490, sports betting radio. Phone lines are open, 609-601-3290, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. We locked in the Warriors. Good call, Ryan, (laughs) plus seven and a half. (laughs) Joke. Conlon Farrell is co-hosting with me, by the way. He's the gentleman that's laughing at me because he had the Nets minus seven and a half. He's a winner. Uh, Conlon's going to be co-hosting now until midnight. Conlon and I worked together in the past, Sirius XM, on the Tony Bruno Show, and happy and excited, I'm lying to you, to have him in studio tonight. (laughs) Conlon, what's good? What's going on, man? Glad to be here. Absolutely I feel like this is Christmas Day for you because you are the NBA honk, man. So you you should have dressed up like Shaq on TNT tonight with the Christmas outfit, the Santa Claus suit on. I know. Yeah, I mean, another opening night win for the Brooklyn, the new Brooklyn Nets, I guess, with Kevin Durant debuting and Kyrie Irving, the tandem that many anticipate to be uh, one of the best in the East, if not the best in the East. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it was a good game from the both of them, both scoring over twenty points, and really we saw with the Brooklyn Nets having both their superstars, but not only that, with their depth of their bench and Steve Nash has a really good uh, core group that he can use really for forty eight minutes every night, and they're going to be a problem in the uh, East. Yeah, they are going to be a problem, dude. And it's like I've I haven't been critical of the Nets by any stretch, and they haven't even played a damn game yet. They played one now after tonight blowing the doors off the Warriors. No Clay Thompson. He's out for the year. We all know Draymond Green wasn't able to give it a go tonight. Wiseman looked pretty good. The rookie yeah. dropped 19, but the Nets are going to be a problem, like you said, and I think you have to just get real with that fact. They have two top five players, right? I mean, they got yep. Kyrie, who's doing the sage things before warm-ups. He yes, still the thinks incense. the earth is flat. Yeah. He's the Pope of Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> listen, the dude's a wacko, but the dude gets buckets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And KD, mm-hmm. man, like, and we're going to get into KD and the MVP um, futures market because you and I talked about that off-air a little bit, and yeah. I think there's some value uh, to grab KD right now to win MVP because he's still a problem and that injury I don't think is going to be one that lingers we'll we'll see um so we're going to get plenty into NBA the Lakers and the Clips are going to be underway in just a few minutes so Conlon and I are going to give you live updates and just shoot the you know what throughout that game but how about one of these lead stories dude Dwayne Haskins (laughs) I mean how much of an idiot can you be now I respect it a little bit because he goes to the strip club and I'm not I'm not saying I respect him going to the strip club but yep. no mask you finally get a chance to be the starter again after again season last year where a lot of people he didn't play overly well obviously he loses his job um coming in this season after to a guy week with one, one leg. yeah exactly well Kyle <laughs> Allen and then Alex Smith <laughs> right and then it's like you know what we got nobody else man prove to us that you weren't a total bust it comes out, and again, they play the Seahawks fairly competitively yeah. on Sunday. But you know what? 
Nothing better than celebrating a loss with the girls at the local Washington, D.C. strip club, man. Yeah. Would it really be NBA night, opening night, if there wasn't a strip club story, <laughs> even if it's not in the NBA? Oh, like, my again, God. NBA Great opening point. night, there has to be a strip club story, yes. or it's not the NBA opening night. <laughs> they had to just track this story down, knowing that the NBA was starting tonight. That's just a great pull by you. I, I mean, <laughs> how about how stupid can you be because – you have to wear a mask, or you're supposed to wear a mask, and that's the one thing that could be protecting your identity from getting caught. He decides not to wear one. It's unreal. Again, like you said, not all these guys wonder like scores is Andrew Luck, but I want to know if what the curve was on Dwayne Haskins' wonder like score before the draft last year. Because, again, this guy's just a dope. It's, it's just yeah. unreal. And I want to pull the quote that uh, from Please. the New York Post article that, Haskins, after obviously being outed and being identified, <laughs> he says, I want to publicly apologize for my actions this past Sunday. Haskins wrote via Twitter, I spoke with Coach Rivera yesterday and took full accountability for putting the team at risk. It was irresponsible and immature of me, and I, respect resp- and I accept responsibility for my actions. I also want to apologize for creating a distraction for my team during our, pl- our playoff push. Your playoff yeah. push. Learning, yeah. I will learn and grow from this and do what's best for the team moving forward. So, more specifically, I will not be photographed with Black China and her friends <laughs> down in D.C. I'll go the Lou Williams route and go to Magic City instead. That's what I'm planning for for next week, folks. So, again, it's just unbelievable. Taking full accountability. Who else would be responsible? You know what I mean? Who else is responsible for you showing up to a strip club after a loss without a mask on? Again, if you're Ron Rivera, I know he uh, should demand a lot of respect. He's well-respected uh, amongst coaches and players in the NFL. That's got to be the final straw for Dwayne Haskins in, in Washington, I would assume. I mean, if that's not it, what is? What I mean, is? I guess we've all been dragged to the strip club. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. You, you have the one buddy that's one just night. begging everyone to go. Exactly. So. That needs, you know what I mean? So he needs to get out of the house. Maybe <laughs> right. he's not getting enough uh, on his own. But, again, <laughs> Dwayne Haskins shouldn't have that issue, all right? He, you know he what shouldn't. I mean? Dwayne shouldn't. Haskins doesn't work at Wawa and needs, like, one night out of the week with the boys just to feel something. Dwayne Haskins hey. should know in the NFL season – He's got to be more focused than this, and especially amidst a pandemic and all these mask protocols and stuff that the NFL hammers every week. It's like, again, God forbid he contracts COVID and now they have to push back an NFL mm-hmm. game because of yeah, that. Right. That would just be an utter disaster for the league. And again, it would certainly hand him his walking papers, I believe. And it's, I mean, think about the potential, like, trickle-down effect, the snowball effect, however you want to describe it, of Haskins, what if he tests positive because he goes to the strip club, and the amount of people that he could potentially impact, not just the 53 guys in his locker room, all the employees, all the coaches, and the opponent. Yeah, that whole yeah. that whole organization uh, could have been impacted. Just a complete bonehead move there. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, the team told ESPN that they're reluctant to suspend him because of uncertainty surrounding the status of injured quarterback Alex Smith. <laughs> they're just like we're hosting open tryouts. So you want to have your Vince Papali story down in Washington D.C. I suggest getting the field and, and DMing Coach Ron and seeing if you can you know I mean throw the rock around a little bit because they are looking for I'm sure anyone and everyone off waivers. I'm sure they were probably upset that the 49ers signed Josh Rosen tonight to their active roster because yeah. at least the guys you know I mean played a game or two in the NFL because this is this he is would utterly, wear a mask to the strip club. He would. I mean, he, he would def, definitely. <laughs> uh, he probably would. But who? It's just a shame. Again, it's really, really just poor choice on that part of Haskins. And 
again, I think that kind of will taint his career for however long it will end up lasting, but that'll be a black mark for him, certainly. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you mentioned DMing head coach Ron Rivera. You can't DM Haskins because he later set his Twitter account to private. So <laughs> Just, good yeah. for him, man. Exactly, because really. the story's not already out there. Yeah. You know what I mean, no, he doesn't want anybody else knowing that he's publicly sorry. No, so I guess he's not sliding in any DMs for now. Uh, the yeah. fix, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. So that's one of the lead stories. NBA underway. I mentioned the Nets blow the doors off the Warriors. Lakers and Clippers uh, getting underway. Now the Lakers now, right before tip-off, two-point favorites. It was three a couple days ago. Got to two and a half yesterday, earlier today. Now it's at two. Uh, the total, where was the total set at? I just had it up, and I I just completely blanked it. But we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, 221. 221. Thank you, yep. Conlon. Um, who do you like in this one? Um, this one, to me, it seems dependent upon how much James and Anthony yeah. Davis play alongside uh, you can counter that with Kawhi and Paul George and stuff like that. Right. But I think you made a good point prior to the show we were talking about. These guys, it's the Battle of L.A., and I don't think this is the game they want to rest. You know what yeah, I mean? It's They've, opening night. Yeah, it's opening night. So I really think this is going to be competitive. I'd give the slight edge to the Lakers, but who knows? Again, they've played each other pretty hard last year when they everybody all the superstars were in town. So it'll seem to me that the Lakers might have the slight edge, but – yeah, I mean, you never know. In a two-point line like that, it's really a toss-up. So, again, but I want to – you mentioned the Brooklyn Nets coming out sharp tonight. Mm-hmm. The Golden State Warriors without Draymond Green, obviously without Klay Thompson for the season, what is their – how good does Steph need to be for them to have a, any short of a shot? Obviously, the West is loaded as it is and has been. Does Steph Curry just – he's already played out of his mind in years past. What does he need to do, win a scoring title, score 50 a game? Like, I just don't know. This Warrior team lacks depth, and I think they'll struggle this season because of it. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I'm I'm a little bit – I don't want to say biased to the Warriors because, I mean, I don't really care at the end of the day what they do, but I just think Steph is either you love him or you hate him, and I just think at times Steph can be overlooked because mm-hmm. – you know, and, and for some obvious reasons, Kevin Durant, LeBron James – Kawhi Leonard, you have these got Luka Doncic now coming onto the scene. He's the favorite yeah, he's the to win MVP. MVP. Favorite, yep. um, but what does it take for Steph to win MVP? I mean, right now, uh, for the Warriors without Klay Thompson, this is a team that many are saying may barely be in the playoffs in the Western Conference. So, yeah, he has to be at the top of the leaderboard for scoring title, if mm-hmm. not at the top. Yeah, I would, I would say at the top. That's probably. fair. I, I mean, that's fair. And then I would say they need to be in the top five in the West, at least. Mm-hmm. For him to get MVP consideration, consideration again. So, Wiseman played well tonight. I think he's a guy that's going to just benefit from the system. Yeah, um, they spread you out. They and do he runs pick the and floor roll. Well. He yep. runs the floor. Big guy, athletic. Uh-huh. We didn't see Draymond Green tonight, so they still have some players. They still have some key pieces. Kelly Oubre, yep, yep, coming aboard again. Yep. Like I said, with those, obviously Kelly Oubre is not Clay Thompson, but he's still can shoot the basketball and make plays getting to the rim and stuff like that. To me, it's Steph Curry has to play the way he did when he broke on the scene, you know I mean, four or five years ago, mm-hmm. shooting the, the 40% from downtown. He, he was 2 of 10 tonight. Obviously, that's not going to cut it. And not only for his MVP consideration, the Warriors will be a 7 or 8 seed if he's shooting less than 35% from downtown this season. That's just a fact. Yeah. Like you said, Draymond last year was riding kind of solo without Curry and Thompson and um, obviously with Durant departing for Brooklyn, but they need more pieces, and I think they might be a team, maybe you see at the deadline or something, make a move if they think 
you know, I mean, Steph is keeping us afloat, and maybe we can find another scorer. That might be something to watch out for down the road. Obviously, a long ways away from the trade deadline, but opening night they lose by twenty six on the road to Brooklyn. Brooklyn, obviously, the far superior team in that one. Steve Nash getting a win in his debut there. I want to transition to this real quick. Yeah, what are your thoughts on Kyrie Irving as a player? Has known to be not the best teammate. Certainly, and certainly not the most coachable guy. No. Steve Nash coming in as a first-year head guy, obviously phenomenal NBA player in his uh, playing days, point guard, uh, superb point guard. Yeah, two-time MVP. Exactly. What does he bring to Kyrie's game, or will Kyrie let him bring stuff to his game? Do you think Kyrie Irving's like, you know what, man, I'm more talented than you are and kind of stay out of my way, or does he accept the coaching and Brooklyn goes the distance? I honestly think that was the best acquisition from the Brooklyn Nets beyond Kyrie and KD. Obviously, Mm -hmm. once you get those guys and you have those guys, you need the right head coach for all the reasons that you mentioned. Steve Nash is a player. Yeah. All right. And he is an elite point guard, one of the all time greats. Greats. When I say elite, he's all time. Um, So he gets it from a player perspective. He's been in locker rooms where there's big personalities. Yeah. He's going to, when he talks, Kyrie and the locker room is going to listen. So I just think he is the perfect guy. They're going to have the right culture. He's going to know how to set the culture there, what he needs to say, what he doesn't need to say. Um, So I think there wasn't many other guys. That would be the right fit for that job. People are saying, well, Steve Nash has never coached. And, oh, look at the He's a player. It, Shut up. You don't understand it. He, yeah. He's a, he's a brilliant basketball mind. So I think how is the hire going to help? I think it's going to be extremely beneficial. And it's going to help them accelerate their um, like ma- like maturation process yeah, as a team. Exactly. I mean, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are both NBA champions. They've right. already yeah, – they, Kyrie in Cleveland with LeBron and then Kevin Durant with the Warriors – Steve Nash, um, never an NBA title champion, but he was not the most athletic guy as a player, but his smarts and stuff made him the elite, like you said, all-time great point guard that he was. So mm-hmm. if I think if Kyrie's willing to be coached, the Brooklyn Nets can win the Eastern Conference and put up a legitimate title fight for whoever comes out of the West. That's interesting. We're going to get into the NBA Futures uh, side of this conversation a little bit later in the show with Conlon uh, alongside me here tonight. Who do we like to come out of the East? Who do we like to win it all? MVP odds, and we'll keep you updated. Lakers, Clippers. Clippers up 5 nothing early. <laughs> and a pick them now if you yeah. want to make a lot bet. Keep it locked in right here, AM 1490. Uh, Johnny Mack, our NFL Eagles insider at 1030. Are you a sports better looking to make some extra cash this holiday season? PropSwap is your answer. Betters all over the country are using PropSwap to profit on their sports betting skills. Last month, Dave from New Jersey made $12,000 on PropSwap simply by buying and selling tickets. PropSwap makes it easy to sell your bets to one of their thousands of buyers across the country. Go to PropSwap.com. That's P-R-O-P-S-W-A-P.com. Or download the PropSwap app to get started. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. 
the, the middle. Hey, don't worry about it. Cam Newton says there's no reason to panic. I'm not even panicking. Like, I've skipped panic. I've just given up. How are we supposed to take this team seriously? There's just no sizzle to Cam Newton with hoodie. Belichick has become really a non-factor in my life. You know, he used to be <laughs> the thorn in my back. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, you know, I should have two Super Bowls right now, and he stole one of them by cheating. The middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Sports are back, baby, and it's time to get those jerseys, those youth jerseys, those youth trophies, logos, everything you need to get that sports league up and running. So who do you call? There's only one place to call. It's Keystone Recognition. Over 40 years of servicing Philadelphia, Bucks, Montgomery, Chester, and South Jersey counties. Promotional items, logo clothing, retirement plaques. They do it all, and they do it safely. Think of Keystone Recognition for your PPE needs. That's masks, hand sanitizers, and more. Keystone Recognition provides non-contact pickup and delivery. So give Jeremy and Johnny a call. 215-464-9900 or check them out online at Keystone Recognition. Dr. Charles McCabe is on a mission to eliminate back pain while helping each individual achieve optimum wellness right here in the Delaware Valley. I was in such pain that I couldn't even walk. I would go to sleep and I would literally pull my hair from the pain. Since the day we came in here, I felt like I was in a place where they really care for people. It's not just a number. Do you have a bulging disc or herniated disc causing you back pain? Have you been told you need surgery? It doesn't have to be that way. Many of Dr. McCabe's patients with these same disc problems have found relief with his treatment. Do this. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com and find out your options. Stop suffering from back pain now. CherryHillDiscCenter.com When I came here, we started, my pain level was 10, of course. As weeks went by, my pain level dropped. As of today, my pain level is zero. If they take care of you, they make sure this is good for you. Stop suffering from back pain due to disc problems. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. You're listening to The Fix with Ryan Rothstein, live from the PropSwap studios of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Prop swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Once again, here's Ryan. All right, welcome back to The Fix. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. Conlon Farrell co-hosting with me tonight, going up until midnight with me here on The Fix. Uh, We have Johnny Mack coming up in about 10 minutes. So let's get to some Eagles, Conlon. Mm -hmm. And your thoughts on Jalen Hurts now, start number two. I mean, the dude looked pretty damn good. There's no moral victories, but jeez. No, he, he, he played exceptionally well, I believe, in Arizona on Sunday. Listen, he made plays with his legs, like I mentioned when I called in last week. Mm-hmm. That's something he has the ability to uh, to do and didn't well in college, obviously. But I thought he threw the ball well um, Sunday, too, and that was something that I think he lacked a little bit against the Saints the week before. But, yeah, Jalen Hurts, again, he's established himself, and he deservedly has the starting quarterback job in Philadelphia right now. I think he does give him the best chance to win at the moment, not saying – Again, we'll we'll get into this um, after this point here, but not saying that Carson Wentz won't ever be able a, a winning quarterback like that and doesn't possess the talent or ability to. I just think the guy's banged up, man. He's been beaten down. The Philadelphia Eagles have started fourteen different combinations of offensive linemen. It's it's just unreal. Again, in the yeah. the criticism, I believe, and we'll get into this, and I want to hear your, your thoughts about this from especially guys outside of the Philly media, like obviously Johnny Mack great Eagles insiders is plugged in with the Eagles season on a daily basis 
But then you guys, you got these guys on Get Up and shows like this, national shows, Ryan Clark, Dan Orlovsky, that are criticizing. Not Roy. Philly tough. Well, yeah. Dude, who are you? Ryan Clark never played in Philadelphia. No. What are you talking about? Philly tough. You're not from Philadelphia and you're playing in Philadelphia. The exact quote from uh, Ryan Clark was, Carson Wentz is soft. Yeah. He doesn't have the Philly toughness, but Jalen Hurts does. Jalen Hurts is Philadelphia. You know what I mean? It's like it's like saying in Vincent Entourage, I am Queens Boulevard. <laughs> like that's that's essentially what you're saying. Jalen Hurts is Philadelphia after being one and one as a starter in two yeah. weeks. Like, come on, man. Give me a break. Jalen Hurts is freaking rocky. That's how he finished. I don't know. Your thoughts on that. That seems to me just let's get him as many clicks, as many views on this uh, on this as sure. possible. It's nah, nuts. That that's what it is, but I, I I'm not saying I, I'm with Ryan Clark, like Carson Wentz isn't Philly tough, but no. I don't know, like, it's a fine line between saying, all right, everything Carson Wentz has gone through mm-hmm. has to, it, it certainly plays a factor in where he's at today, and I'm sure he is beaten down a little bit, but I, isn't the flip side fair to say, dude, you just got the Brinks truck backed up for you not too yeah. long ago. You're being paid as an elite top-five quarterback. You need to figure out how to overcome those things. Yeah, and again, I agree that this time for Carson Wentz whether the Eagles, again, it's a tough road now for them to make the playoffs. They're in a bit of a hole. And if Jalen Hurts finishes the season and say, you know I mean, he wins, I don't even know how they have, what, two games left? He yeah. wins the next two, and he goes 3-1 and one as a starter. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have some things that you really need to evaluate if you're the Eagles front office. But if you're Carson Wentz, then you got to look at Jalen Hurts' tape even and say, all right, what did he do well? Because I think a lot of what Carson Wentz sometimes hurts himself with, hurts himself with, rather, He's, not Jalen. Not Jalen, no. no. What Wentz does is second-guess himself. He doesn't make that snap decision yeah. where ball's got to be out. You know what I mean? You saw, you read it right, now just deliver it. That's it's been the, the biggest difference maker. Exactly. It, and Jalen Hurts it, is doing that right now for the Eagles. It's he, like simple, dude. Exactly. It's it's not like, we're not saying playing quarterback in the NFL is simple but no, or easy, no, no, no. but <laughs> it's that snap decision. You're confident. You made the right read. Now deliver it and execute that. Don't second-guess yourself. Don't look for that home run play when you can take the 15-yard out and get a first down and let's keep that drive alive. That play will be there eventually if they draft the receiver that can go deep, but that play will eventually be there. And Carson Wentz has the arm talent and ability to make those throws. The lack of confidence, I think, has hurt him the most this season, not his physical ability. 100%, but that's what that's what makes me lose faith in Carson Wentz and no longer defend him. And I haven't been defending him for a while. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend like I have been, but... You, 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 we've watched Carson Wentz all season long. You put in Jalen Hurts yep. against the Saints, who have the alleged number one overall defense, mm-hmm. and it's like, wow, how simple is he making this look? If the first read isn't there, he tucks it and runs for four yards. Yep. He throws it away. He lives it's, to play the next down. Yeah, and it's like, Carson, what, what happened? It's like watching paint dry yeah. when Carson Wentz is the starting quarterback. Like, where did this all go so wrong? That's, where, that's the questions I can't answer. And again, I've never played quarterback at that level, but I have in, in my youth days. And I can tell you, it's no fun being hit. I'm we sure. played a little peewee yeah, ball. Yeah, exactly. Fix, I, was, right? I slung the rock around the schoolyard, <laughs> but um, it's no fun being hit, and especially not being hit by guys of that size. Nah. So with Carson Wentz doing that, I think he sometimes fears he takes his eyes off the, down the field and looks at the rush. And again, a split second in the NFL is all the time you need to mm-hmm. a boomer bus play. Yeah. So it's Jalen Hurts is. Seeing the field and then realizing, okay, ball's got to be out or I got to take off. And that's what he's just making those snap decisions that's allowing him to play at the elite level he's playing at right now. Again, that's not saying that next week Jalen Hurts doesn't get sacked four or five times. Maybe you see a little bit different. It's all about comfortability playing that position, and Jalen Hurts is comfortable right now. 
if you're Jeffrey Lurie, because this is a Jeffrey Lurie decision, as John McMullen has been on record saying, and we're going to talk to Johnny Mack in about five minutes. Do you trade Carson Wentz? And forget all of the other factors. Let's say you have a deal with the Colts. I'm making this up. Okay. Do you do it, or do you say, no, you know what? I need to give Carson another shot. Let's pump the brakes before we give up on him. This is so difficult because we've seen how the Eagles have operated. They are not a cold-blooded organization. They love their guys. And Carson Wentz, to me, is a Jeffrey Lurie guy. He likes his character, his integrity. He, again, he's a guy of faith. He's done a lot for community. And not saying, again, Jalen Hurts isn't that, doesn't have those qualities. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, the Eagles should have moved on from Jason Peters. Mm-hmm. They're guys like that that they continue to bring back because they have this loyalty. And the NFL, sometimes loyalty hurts your roster. Big it, just, time. it simply does. And again, but the quarterback's different. The quarterback is different. Yeah. But on the flip side, you got to get a buyer. You got to get someone that's going to be saying, I want to take this deal on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I want to give you assets that you think is fair. Yeah. Because again, if yeah, if Carson Wentz isn't taking this cap hit next year, he's probably out the door. Sure. But the fact of the matter is he's worth a lot of money and they like him. If he was if they just liked him and he wasn't worth that much money, <laughs> it would be probably an easier decision to make, unfortunately. You ink the deal and it's it's set in stone. It's a mess. That's what again Johnny Max said it's something more interesting. I thought that was a little bit correlated to this was the deal they have with Jake Elliott. You know, what I mean Jake mm-hmm. Elliott signed to a pretty decent contract right now himself. Yeah, for a for, a, for an NFL kicker. Yeah. And the guy's operating at a seventy percent rate. You yeah, know I mean, yeah, missing yeah. twenty twenty five yard field goals. That can't happen. And if you weren't signed to a deal, you'd probably be out the door. So yeah. it's something that they gotta make a decision on and I think it's gonna be a tough one this offseason. It's going to be really challenging, and I think I, I heard something uh, that was interesting, and I'm going to say this, and we'll go to break, and when we come back, uh, we'll talk to Johnny back. The bottom line is this. Jeffrey Lurie doesn't want to be on the hook for all this dead money if he even finds a buyer with Carson Wentz, but you're not, pay- you're not paying Jalen Hurts anything. No. So yeah. if you want to get rid of Carson Wentz and you feel like Jalen Hurts is your future, then be on the hook for Carson, and you're essentially – Paying, paying for Jalen yes. by paying Carson. It's a buy one, get one. Right. Yeah. It's literally a, it's a buy one, get one because you're absolutely right. You don't have to. It's not like the Nick Foles scenario when they both wanted, yeah. both deserve big money. Exactly. You couldn't get Nick Foles at a TJ Maxx discount. You, right, had, to, right. you had to give him what he was. Nothing wrong with TJ Maxx no. if they're interested <laughs> in sponsoring the show. <laughs> exactly <Yeah>. right. <laughs> so, regardless, you, uh, we'll say dollar store discount. Uh, yeah. but so, Nothing wrong with the dollar store if they're interested <laughs> in sponsoring the show. <laughs> We're just running out of people. So, you're right. They're basically getting essentially for free at this, this time. Yeah. And if he plays the way like this again for another season, maybe Jalen Hurts now starts looking into, hey, I want this X amount of money because we're decent and I'm playing well and I'm focal on that. So it'll be interesting to see, obviously, like I said, that will be maybe the decision across the league in the NFL offseason. The thorn in my back, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, I should have two Super Bowls right now, and he stole one of them by cheating. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Live from the Prop Swap Studios on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, it's The Fix with Ryan Rothstein. Presented by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. That's how winning is done. Now get out there and do it. Pulls up, three pointer.
right, enough with the quarterback talk. Enough with the Carson Wentz versus Jalen Hurts. 6 one We're not doing it. It's done. It's over with. Jalen Hurts is the starter. That's the reality of our situation. We'll get to the other problems when we get to them in the offseason. All right, Conlon? I'm sick of it. All right, dude, I am so done with it. Listen, Philly sports fans, Philly Eagles fans, the controversy's over. Spend some time with your wife and kids. Yeah, All right? there How it about is. that? Stop calling into daytime radio. Go out there. Enjoy your family. <laughs> enjoy the holiday season. Yeah, live All your right. life. Exactly. And only listen to nighttime radio. All right. <laughs> right, exactly. 10 yeah. to 1. Yeah. That's when you can you know, I mean, call it a night, wind down with some Eagle sports talk with us. All right. There you go. And whatever else we decide to talk about. Yeah. So let's let's switch gears, as uh, Jose say. Um, Col- <laughs> transition here. Yeah, let's transition here. There's plenty to get to. Um, 609-601-3290. That's the phone line number. Phone lines are open. Um, whatever's on your mind. Except Eagles talk. No, I'm just kidding. We'll, we'll, we'll talk Eagles if that's really what you want to do. Let's get to some college football, man. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Bowl season. It's the pandemic. It doesn't matter. We still have plenty of bowls, college football, uh, playoff underway. So where should we start? I mean, what, what, what's your biggest takeaway, I guess, Conlon, or what should we talk about from Saturday, championship Saturday? Yeah, well, championship weekend was good. Um, I thought one of the best games of the weekend between the Big 12 with Oklahoma edging out of Iowa State 27-21. And then I thought that Florida actually gave Alabama a decent fight. You know what I mean? Definitely. Alabama's a really talented team, probably the most talented team in America. And I really thought Kyle Trask and that Florida offense rebounded nicely from a disappointing loss a week ago to an LSU team that's certainly underperformed this year from their national championship status a year ago. But we look now, and like you said, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the Final Four. The college football playoff is set. Alabama versus Notre Dame, and then Clemson and Ohio State. And to be honest, I look forward to this day every year, New Year's Day, the the four. I'm not that excited this year because I think it's going to be pretty easy the outcomes to predict for both these games. Your thoughts? I don't know. I, um, I think it's pretty simple. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree, and I would have to look back at, like, the previous, you know, three or four years and see how they went, see if there was any, like, mismatches as big as they are this year because, what, it's 19-and-a-half. 19-and-a-half Alabama over right. Notre Dame at the moment. Yep. Again, that line may move more. It probably will. And then I'm telling you right now, if you guys want an early pick. Oh, wow, early pick yeah. from Conlon Farrell. Sound the alarms. <laughs> exactly. Get the bullhorn ready, all the <laughs> bells and whistles. Clemson. Seven and a half point favorites at the moment versus Ohio State. I think that number will get to ten by kickoff January one. So okay. that's that's my early future down the road, but not really a future. It's a week away. But yeah, I'd say I'd look at that line closely because Clemson beat the doors off Notre Dame, as I told you they would a week ago. Mm-hmm. I was with 10. you on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah certainly not. It was. It wasn't a bold prediction. It no, was, it, it wasn't. But not. Was, that, I mean, there's plenty of Notre Dame honks out there that are yep. all over the Fighting Irish. Exactly. And, and uh, give them way more love. Yeah. They give them Lou Holtz love. Exactly. You know I mean, I want someone to love me like Lou Holtz loves Notre Dame and all these people on Twitter do. Amen, brother. <laughs> so, they like I said, they show up. Lawrence is excellent. Travis Etienne averages twelve uh, half yards a carry. Runs for a score. That team is loaded, and I think that will be a really competitive national championship, Bama-Clemson. I don't think these four games will be overly competitive. I think Ohio State showed their um, issues against Northwestern, who also covered the 21.5-point spread in the Big Ten championship. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, it'll, it'll be a fun national championship, like I said. The two games before, not sure. All right, so we talked a little bit about this when you called in uh, last week, and I got to bring it up because I just think it's a good conversation that we had, and I just think people are going to want to hear it. I I mean, 
is Ohio State deserving? That's the and listen, I, dude. I know they're a good team. I know yeah. that that on paper they're deserving, but that games aren't played on paper. Not to be cliche or corny, but it's like well, Dabo Sweeney certainly doesn't think Ohio State's <laughs> deserving, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, ranking them, and that's what we 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 have to figure this out because I don't know if that was ever a thing where they publicized what coaches. I know they have coaches polls, but putting names to numbers right. in regards to the coaches poll. I don't, again, I don't know how long they've done that for, but basically saying your opponent you think is the eleventh best team in the country. Behind Coastal Carolina, yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's a kind of a slap in the face to Ryan Day and his Buckeyes team. Um, interesting to see. I don't think Clemson. I don't necessarily think they're going to jinx themselves or, you know, I mean, put themselves in a bad position where they're going to take this team lightly. I think they'll prepare, but certainly very interesting storyline looking into that game going ahead. But here, like, here's the thing: I I am with him that Coastal Carolina should be ranked higher. I know they're not as yeah, good. Come on. I, no, I, I know Ohio State's better. Well, Coastal Carolina, again, they, they've won all their games, and I get that. This is the UFC, UCF conundrum every year, and it will yes. continue to be until this problem is solved. And, again, Coastal Carolina doesn't play in a Power 5 conference. So, you know I mean? They're, they're not in the American, But right? can you can you make the argument, since college football is so fugazi, fugazi. Yeah, it's, it's a wazi, not, it's a woozy. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's fairy dust. It's not real. It's, it's not an elemental chart. That, that's what it is. Yeah. It's not black and white. So can't you make the argument, then, if, if all of this isn't black and white, that Coastal Carolina, given its resources, given everything else— they're, what they did this year is more impressive than what Ohio State did this year in less amount of games. Like I, I give them games. credit for going out and beating BYU. I think that, if anything, that should laud them into a New Year's Six Bowl if it were to. That would be their only thing. It shouldn't put them in the playoff. No. But that, to me, is impressive, and I give them credit for knowing what they had on the schedule wasn't good enough and for going out and trying and seeking an opportunity to put themselves on the map. Yes, and and I know their their strength of schedule ain't bleep compared to the, you know, big schools and but they're not the big schools and maybe that's just part of my problem with college football, and but you, you, you can't schedule these big school games until they're 5 years down the road. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the that, other problem. That's ridiculous to yes. me. That is utterly ridiculous because you see now when the NCAA needs a good product, they're willing to throw out all the rules and paperwork and say you guys want to play? You guys want to play? Only when it benefits them, though. Only when it benefits them, yeah. and that's not right. That's not fair to the kids, not fair to the athletes, coaches, whatever. That's simply something that should every year, if a team, you know what I mean, if a team next year that says, hey, say Coastal's like, you know what, we want to get Texas A&M early to come up and play us. Coastal should be able to play Texas A&M yeah. or Ohio State exactly. next year. They should be able to do that because, again, you say, okay, this year you said we didn't have enough. We want to have enough. Let us prove right. to you we belong. And in five years or eight years, when they finally can schedule this game now in the offseason, they're going to stink again. They're going to stink, again. Yeah. Gonna stink yeah. again. So why not leave every team two blank spots on yep. their schedule? Fine. If you need to schedule five years out, do it. Do it. But yep. you know what? Whoever finishes in the top ten who wasn't there the previous year, I mean, yep. however the hell you want to want to uh, like reassign it, yeah. Coastal should be able to go ahead and schedule a Bama game, an Ohio State game, a Clemson game, whatever it may be. And it's always like the thing with Alabama is that they... Sorry, I was giving Conlon the phone, <laughs> the phone sign and, you know. That's that's just a behind the scenes look. Go ahead, yeah. Conlon. Finish your st- finish your thought. <laughs> no, so whoever again, the all the Alabama um, haters basically say, well, they never play anybody. They play Eastern Kentucky and then Middle Tennessee to open the year, and they win by seventy points, and they should go out and play somebody. Those are the weeks. Again, I like that it's starting to get where we start to get better 
matchups earlier in the season. But if you're in the top 10, go out and find a program that, you know what I mean, is in the top 25. Dude, Alabama. Alabama is like Walmart. Ah, the guy hung up on us, man. That's unfortunate. I think I know the caller, too. All right, well, tell tell your tell your buddy to call back, man. All right, you can't wait for 30 seconds. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, exactly. My gosh, this guy. But, dude, what? here's a good analogy. At least I think it is. I'm excited for it. I feel like Alabama is like Walmart. Like people, mm. the the Alabama fans are like, well, you know, uh, you the strength of schedule, and then uh, schedule someone better. You've monopolized the whole damn thing. Yeah, right. Like once you get into that elite set, like even Clemson, <laughs> and it's super hard to get into that top tier. But give Dabo Sweeney, I mean, so much credit. Everyone already does what he was able to do to that Clemson program, and now they're in that elite air. Yeah, once you're in the royal family you're and you in. played in a playoff again, <laughs> once you're in, you're in. You know, right. it's like the mafia. Exactly. So once you're made, you're made for a few years. And you really need to fall off to lose that uh, pedigree. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But, again, team like Coastal Carolina, tremendous year. They put themselves on the map. And, again, they should be a team that considered having a, a top 25 ranking coming next season. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, phone lines are open, 609-601-3290. 609-601-3290. If you call in, we'll get you right on. Um, right away, right. right away, right away, man, right away. We won't make you wait five seconds. I apologize. I'm I'm deeply sorry. Um, so where were we? I asked you what about Ohio State? Yeah, right. Um, but so, okay, so you say Ohio State should be in. Fine. Mm-hmm. You don't give them a chance against Clemson, though. No. And again, I think it's going to be the line will be ten. I can see Clemson winning by two scores, and I just simply based on the ability of Trevor Lawrence. He's the best player in college football. He's been the best player in college football for a couple of years now honestly again he's refined his game since he was a freshman but I mean if you remember that Clemson team was in the national championship the year prior with Kelly Bryant as the starting quarterback and yeah. basically he walked into uh, Clemson and said this is my job and yeah. Cle- Kelly Bryant played what a, a game and a half and was on his way to Mizzou he packed his bags and yeah, he was out yeah he, he was, was gone so <laughs> it was it was impressive the career Trevor Lawrence has had in Clemson um I really think that he's going to be, an, obviously, an elite NFL player. He's certainly the top pick on the board. But, yeah, there's no way I see Clemson not winning this game and not winning it handily. So that's where I look. 68% of the public bets so far are taking Clemson minus 7.5 now on FanDuel. Um, 65% of the public bets are taking Alabama laying 19 Which is just, that's ridiculous. I know. That, that's a number in a college football Final Four game. How is I that mean, possible? How is that possible? And if that's if you're Texas A and M, you see that you're telling me we would be nineteen and a half no. point dogs. No, they to, wouldn't. They would not. They and wouldn't. that's that's something that's flawed in the system. Yes. That is absolutely. Just look at betting. The smartest people in Vegas are in Vegas, and mm-hmm. they know. And that they, it was just too easy. It's just um, it's a mess. We're going to take our first break. We're going to get much more into college football. Uh, we'll give you some picks, maybe, with Common on these games, although you probably could already guess what they are. <laughs> yeah, um, right. But we'll talk a little bit about it, give you the official pick. Uh, stick around. Much more on the picks. Are you a sports better looking to make some extra cash this holiday season? Prop Swap is your answer. Bettors all over the country are using PropSwap to profit on their sports betting skills. Last month, Dave from New Jersey made $12,000 on PropSwap simply by buying and selling tickets. PropSwap makes it easy to sell your bets to one of their thousands of buyers across the country. Go to PropSwap.com, that's P-R-O-P-S-W-A-P.com, or download the PropSwap app to get started. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. 
Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. The, 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 middle. the middle. Hey, don't worry about it. Cam Newton says there's no reason to panic. I'm not even panicking. Like, I've skipped panic. I've just given up. How are we supposed to take this team seriously? There's just no sizzle to Cam Newton with hoodie. Belichick has become really a non-factor in my life. You know, he used to be <laughs> the thorn in my back. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, y'all should have two Super Bowls right now, and he stole one of them by cheating. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Sports are back, baby, and it's time to get those jerseys, those youth jerseys, those youth trophies, logos, everything you need to get that sports league up and running. So who do you call? There's only one place to call. It's Keystone Recognition. Over 40 years of servicing Philadelphia, Bucks, Montgomery, Chester, and South Jersey counties. Promotional items, logo clothing, retirement plaques. They do it all, and they do it safely. Think of Keystone Recognition for your PPE needs. That's masks, hand sanitizers, and more. Keystone Recognition provides non-contact pickup and delivery. So give Jeremy and Johnny a call. 215-464-9900 or check them out online at Keystone Recognition. Dr. Charles McCabe is on a mission to eliminate back pain while helping each individual achieve optimum wellness right here in the Delaware Valley. I was in such pain that I couldn't even walk. I would go to sleep and I would literally pull my hair from the pain. Since the day we came in here, I felt like I was in a place where they really care for people. It's not just a number. Do you have a bulging disc or herniated disc causing you back pain? Have you been told you need surgery? It doesn't have to be that way. Many of Dr. McCabe's patients with these same disc problems have found relief with his treatment. Do this. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com and find out your options. Stop suffering from back pain now. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. When I came here, we started, my pain level was 10, of course. As weeks went by, my pain level dropped. As of today, my pain level is zero. If they take care of you, they make sure this is good for you. Stop suffering from back pain due to disc problems. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. If you're an owner, general manager, or sales manager of an auto dealership in the Delaware Valley, get in touch with Jacob Media right now and ask for this exclusive opportunity to saturate the market. If you're looking for showroom ops, buyers, and used car buyers who will travel to your dealership and do business, get in touch and understand why our Automotive Minute and our pre-owned showcase will drive eyeballs and phone calls. You will do business. Jacob Media Partners will turn on the power of radio and drop your dealership right in front of the car buyers. Contact Joe Krause at Jacob Media Partners, 267-261-3428. The power of the Automotive Minute, produced by Jacob Media Partners, will bring you buyers. Contact me, Joe Krause, at 267-261-3428. 267-261-3428. And turn on the power of radio. Ups, calls, and buyers guaranteed to sell every car we feature in the Automotive Minute. I'm Joe Krause. I'll see you on the road. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help kids in need stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats' Facebook page. Happy Holidays. Fritz and Cooley Law Firm handles all types of personal injury cases, and managing partner Brian Fritz tells your story to a jury to secure your future. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong 
uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. Remember, a personal injury case can change every aspect of your life forever. Don't walk alone. Fritz and Bian Cooley get the results you deserve. Call Brian at 215-458-2222. 215-458-2222. Many of our clients have become uh, lifelong personal friends. Call Brian Fritz of Fritz and Bian Cooley. 215-458-2222 for a free consultation. 215-458-2222. You're listening to The Fix with Ryan Rothstein, live from the PropSwap studios of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Prop swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Once again, here's Ryan. All right, welcome back to The Fix, 20 after 11. Um, good stuff there, talking some college football. Let's go to the phones notice. The phones, though, wow, that was that was so botched. I mean, couldn't have been any worse. Let's go to the phones now. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, uh, it's Casey calling from Chicago, Illinois. I just had a quick uh, fantasy basketball question for you guys. So um, I'm actually in a league with a couple of my friends, and I was just wondering any recommended waiver pickups for this year. Pickups. It's open at night. What are you talking about? Who, who's getting picked up off the D-League waiver wire right now? We're coming out the gates with a fantasy it, basketball uh, question. You know, right? I'm, just, I'm just wondering um, for future reference. I got a couple I would guys look, listen, if you're, if you're talking waiver wire pickups, I'd look, look at guys that, weeks. again, just recently got drafted. James Wiseman played well tonight. I'm not – he should be available in some leagues, I guess. Yeah, eh, it's, it's I tough. So. I, I don't know. Again – yeah, another question. You might be able to get Speedy Claxton or yeah, uh, right? Tony Kukoc. I'm yeah, not sure. Right. Or, you know, the guy THT from the Lakers. <laughs> Who knows who's around there? <laughs> yeah. Casey, your thoughts? Sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, the quality's pretty bad on my phone. I couldn't really hear you there. Uh, so you said James Wiseman? I mean, maybe we're not even really sure. I mean, who do you have? Who do you have okay. on your fantasy squad right now? Okay, and any uh, playoff predictions for this year? Maybe MVP or Defensive Player of the Year. Um, so MVP, Conlon and I were talking a little bit about this off the air, and we'll get into this now. Um, and I'm going to hang up with you because we have a lot to a lot to get into with this. Thank you, Casey, for the fantasy basketball um, knowledge drop there. Well, know. the waiver wire was certainly not on the was not on the docket. That for, was not. We uh, we have extensive we have extensive notes. show prep on the board here. <laughs> yes, but Casey's waiver wire fantasy that again I'll have to go out there and discuss with him um, later on once the season gets going a little bit. Maybe that's like a late February like uh, topic. But MVP odds is a decent question, I guess. Right now, Luka Doncic the favorite at plus three fifty uh, on DraftKings Sportsbook. I also said uh, after tonight, watching the Brooklyn Nets dominate the Golden State Warriors, Kevin Durant looks every bit of the scorer that he was in twenty eighteen and years prior for that. Yeah. So I think him at plus twelve hundred right now actually adds is a decent value and it's something that will only think I uh, the odds only think will drop from there. So Kevin Durant obviously LeBron James. Damian Lillard's up there at mm-hmm. plus sixteen hundred. 
which, again, the Blazers really need to make a run for him to have a shot at that, and they need to yeah. get over the hump in the Western Conference. They gave He's a, similar to Steph. Exactly, yep. You know, like if he has what, to go off. What he goes, the Blazers go. So yeah. what do they need to do? They it was a good story last year, obviously. They won the one game against the Lakers in the first round in the West, but then they get simply manhandled. Just they didn't have enough pieces. Mm-hmm. If he can, you know, I mean – raise his game even more, which I don't know how higher how much higher the bar can be for a guy like that who's already an elite guard in the NBA. Yeah. So he's somebody maybe to watch out for, but I'd say again, the best value I see on the board right now would come in Brooklyn with Kevin Durant at plus 12. I'm not sure your thoughts. Yeah, so I mean, I'm glad Casey brought this up. Um listening all the way from Chicago. I appreciate the love. We're yeah, only right? we're only just uh messing with you with the fantasy <laughs> basketball, but uh it is a little bit eye-opening. But re- regardless, so <laughs> I, I'm glad he brought this up, Conlon, because I wanted to get into this with you, and especially from a prop swap perspective. Because um, I look at the futures market a little bit differently now, especially in the prop swap studios. I look at it like the stock market. So on prop swap, for those of you that don't know, it's it's like the eBay of sports betting. You can buy a ticket in the futures market and get out of it before it's actually finished. So. I'll look at Russell Westbrook at 50 to 1. I do not think Russell Westbrook <laughs> is going to win the MVP. God help us all if Russell Westbrook's the MVP <laughs> yeah. of the NBA this have, year. Have mercy on your soul. Right. But here's the thing, though. He's in D.C. where the team stinks. It's a young team. He has full reign to do whatever he wants chuck up shots, drop dimes, get assists. He could be, you know, one of those seasons again where he averages 30, 10, and 10. So at 50 to 1 odds, if you have that thinking, that he can average 30, 10, and 10, which I think is very realistic. Yeah. Um, his odds would probably finish somewhere between 15 and 20 to 1. So you can flip that ticket in a month or two from now. And maybe it's not Russell Westbrook, but you can even look at Devin Booker at 30 to 1 with Chris Paul now in the backcourt with him. You can look at Nikola Jokic at 22 to 1 on a very good Denver Nuggets team. Mm-hmm. If he finishes in the top three to five, you have value there. So I think that's worth bringing up. Um, Luca, he's the favorite. I don't know if he's going to win it. I mean, I don't. He... I don't think this is the season that Luka Doncic is the MVP. Do I think Luka Doncic will probably end his career with multiple MVPs? Absolutely. Simply just because, like we mentioned before, the Dallas Mavericks don't have the depth they had. You know, I mean, losing they have Seth no Curry. depth, no depth really. Yeah, and, and that's going to hurt them deeply because the West is very deep, and yeah. a lot of and a lot of the teams do have a lot of depth. So I do think that's going to hurt them a little bit. But, yeah, like I said, Kem Durant is my pick right now at the moment, December 22nd, opening night in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Give him a good look because I think there's value there. All right, we have another phone call, so let's go to the phones. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, this is Josh from New York City. Josh from New York City. All right, man. Uh, what's on your mind? What do you want to ask us? So I was hoping you guys could help me out a little bit with the same sort of topic on the futures. But I'm looking at it as far as a team perspective, mostly looking at that playing game and who's going to finish in the 7, 8, and 9 spot in the East and Western Conference. I'm sort of torn because as far as I'm concerned, this is the deepest the league has been in a while. Combine that with the fact that some teams haven't played since March. And yeah, yeah that's a good point. So much shakeup has occurred in the NBA in the offseason. I just don't know where to stand on who to take as far as like most likely to get into the playoff game, playing games, and who's going to fit in where as far as seating goes? All right. No, um, I think that's a great question. I'm going to uh, let you hang up and listen, but I appreciate you calling in, man. We'll answer it right now, and you can also chime thank back you if you want. No, thank you, man. Appreciate it. 
All right, so well, he he worried me a little bit right there when he said I have a similar question. Yeah, uh, if we're getting another yeah. fantasy waiver wire question, man, yeah, uh, we got to just transition this <laughs> yeah. whole show. What happened to this show yeah. here, man? I'm becoming the the in depth bottom of the barrel fantasy wire pickups. I don't hate it. No, but. I appreciate the phone call. <laughs> Absolutely, it's definitely a really good question. So, like you said, prop swap to me is like similar. Uh, you, to cashing out, right? You're cashing out your bet. You're flipping mm-hmm. it when it has its peak value. Yeah. Like you said, stock market similarity. Right. Um, so this is teams I look at. If you really want to give value right now, you look at teams like the Miami Heat are plus 1,500. Okay, they made the NBA final run last year with Butler, with Adebayo, with Hero. Another year of that group together, can they sustain the same run that they had? The Brooklyn Nets, obviously, at plus 600, the favorite, or excuse me, right behind the Milwaukee Bucks at plus 550 to win the East. Yeah. Or win the title, rather, but um, out of the East. So teams like that, you know I mean? I would think that have the best value, but who knows? You mentioned the Denver Nuggets, Jokic, Jamal Murray. They play the Lakers really, really tough in mm-hmm. that series last uh, year in the playoffs in the bubble. I don't know. Your thoughts on who might have some value? Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, and, and Josh's question specifically was – I'm just, this out of the bottom feeders of each conference. I yeah, guess he's trying. Right. I to guess see. I didn't answer that fully. No, I mean you did, but you also kind of didn't, um, <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> but I, I, I didn't, yeah. seven, eight, yeah, you completely didn't. Seven, um, eight, nine. Yeah, guess, <laughs> guess. Seven, eight, and nine. I don't know. Let's start with the Eastern Conference. Um, okay. I actually I don't hate Washington to potentially sneak in as an eight seed. All right, and mm-hmm. maybe I'm too obsessed with Russell Westbrook, but I, you look at the East, for example. Okay, who's going to be at the top? Let's just start there. Mm-hmm. The Brooklyn Nets are going to be at the top. Yep. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are going to be at the top. The Boston Celtics are going to be at the top. That's three. The Toronto Raptors are going to be at the top. That's four. Um, the Indiana Pacers, I think, can be in there in the middle. That's five. Then you have teams like... The Wizards, the Hornets. Mm-hmm. I didn't the mention Hornets the stink. Heat. The Hornets are, are the Hor- not No, the Hornets do stink, but yeah. I'm just li- rattling them off yeah, here yeah, as I, I pass. Mm-hmm. Um, Cleveland yep. sucks. Um, Detroit sucks. Atlanta. They, they'll be decent. That's a team the I Hawks like. The Hawks will be de- decent, yeah. absolutely. So you Rondo. Talk- yep. So sure. they've had some acquisitions. Trey Young's going to get better. Of course. Um, who else, Conlon? I mean, to me... Uh, our caller was from New York City, dude. Give give the Knicks a little bit more credit than what they're getting right now, because right now they're, they're the worst, have the worst odds along with the Cavs and Detroit Pistons. Out of those three teams, the Knicks are the best roster right now. If Tibbs lets the young guys, Emmanuel Quigley out of Kentucky, uh, Toppin from Dayton, obviously, I think they had a decent draft. The New York Knicks, they and did. If they don't let their, you know, I mean, if they don't let these guys sit on the bench for too long, again, obviously they need to get acclimated. I think Barrett will develop a little bit more this season. But again, if they don't let Julius Randle eat up thirty minutes a game for them and, and have eight, five, and and uh, four, that, four turnovers, yeah, exactly, four yeah. turnovers and, and commit four fouls, right. and they don't let Austin Rivers think that he's uh, an elite guard in the NBA because yeah. he's not and will never be, has never been. So if they <laughs> let their young guys play, because I do think they have two really good players. Dennis Smith Jr., by the way. Yeah, I, it's another good scorer. But again, Quigley is going to be a really good point guard in the NBA. I, I definitely feel that way, and I think he'll let Barrett kind of play more off the ball, and that might help the New York Knicks offense this season. Again, and Tibbs has always been a defensive-minded coach. So if he makes them grind on both ends of the floor, the New York Knicks can add value in that, like you mentioned, 
playing game is going to be interesting to see this year with the, the way the playoffs are, are uh, shake out. And I think Tibbs is a is a great name to bring up because in the NBA, if you play hard every night, mm-hmm. you're going to win four simply to ten because, more games. Yep, simply because the other team may may not have that juice. Exactly, you're so right. The Bucks are the perfect example on the elite side of things. The yep. Bucks steal five to ten more games than they really then the average team would win with that same exact talent because they play super hard yeah. on a Tuesday night in February. Exactly, against the Phoenix Suns on the road. Exactly. That's literally, it's happened so many times, and we see it so often, where a four-point game going into the fourth turns into an 18-point win. Yep. And you, like we said, leads in the NBA disappear You know, I mean, faster than anything. So the New York Knicks, I think, will be a lot better than people are giving them credit for at the moment. And I'm actually really excited to watch that team play. I think the Knicks and the Hawks, then, just to, from what we stumbled upon, yeah, are two exactly. teams um, that you can look at. All right, how about the West, Conlon? Okay. Um, I'm pulling up the, the full conference right now, but do any teams stick out for you in the West on the bottom? I think the Phoenix Suns are interesting. The Suns are interesting, certainly. Yeah, Chris I mean, Paul? Chris Paul, Devin Booker, like we've always joked, the whole Devin Booker-Ben Simmons <laughs> comparison yeah. gets me blue in the face, but... They are definitely a team that can make some noise. DeAndre Ayton, depending on how he develops as a, a big man in, in the block, I definitely think they have value. I also look at a team like New Orleans. You know what I mean? How yeah. how good can Zion Williamson, like you mentioned, Luka Doncic has carried the Mavericks into the spotlight where he's an MVP favorite. Not saying Zion Williamson is going to be the MVP favorite for the next four to five years, but down the road, if Zion Williams can can stay healthy and he can keep the weight off, I think that's the biggest issue for him. Not saying the man's out of shape. He's just a large individual. Yes. I mean, the man is built like Booger McFarlane would say, another Popeye's biscuit away from a tight end. <laughs> so he's just a large, massive human being. So if he can, his knees can stay healthy and he can retain that bounce that he, you know, I mean, showed how much. I mean, the highlights of him and Duke where he's jumping from the block to the three and blocking yeah. shots. Like, it's that ridiculous. is freakish. It's, it is. And if he can do stuff like that, the Pelicans at plus 3,500, not to win the West, but sneaking into that later seed, that's something absolutely. that's certainly possible. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think the Pelicans are in the conversation. You have to think the Warriors most likely are going to be seven or eight. Mm-hmm. I personally, after tonight, yeah. yeah, after tonight, too. Yeah. I like the Phoenix Suns with Chris Paul. I think he brings that key presence there along with Devin Booker DeAndre Ayton I think they have some talent uh, out in the desert and then you say the Memphis Grizzlies okay I mean, yeah, how John about, Morant. Yeah. yeah, John Morant. They were in the thick of things last year to end the year. I mean, that uh-huh. was a weird year. but That was, yeah. Um, it was. They were determined to get one of those guys in the playoffs, and <laughs> yes. they, neither of them got in. Uh, fail. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Adam fail. Silver was absolutely determined. Yeah, like you said, the Grizzlies, um, teams that I would stay away from in that, obviously not for to win, but yeah. in that 7-8-9 block, the – Timberwolves and the Thunder have no chance, and no. they they should they should play one another every Tuesday night like a rec league or and every just, night. Yeah. yeah, exactly, and just <laughs> save us all the uh, misery of watching that basketball because I think it'd be horrendous. The Kings are down there, yes. and again, I've the Kings have never seemed to gotten over that hump in as long as I've lived. But they have Buddy Heald. They have um, the point guard from Kentucky. Who, who am I? De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox. Jeez, Jeez, I was that was, too. Again, yeah, man, that's a fail. Poor radio. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have Marvin Bagley. So, again, they have some okay players. It's to the West the, is too competitive, though. Yeah. But to be the, they're the, basically the 13th team in the West, or, you know what I mean? What, the 15th, yeah, 14th team, basically odds wise in the West? That doesn't seem right. I mean, behind the Minnesota Timberwolves, they have the same exact odds as. 
behind the Spurs? Are the Spurs going to be any good? No, and, and I'm glad you mentioned the Spurs because that's where I was going. Yeah, LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan are both on the Spurs, and, mm-hmm. and they're projected right now to finish 12th to 15th in the West. Yeah. If they start losing games early in the season, are they going to unload those two guys? And those are two All-Stars. Like, where are that, they going? I could see that. Yeah, I certainly could see that. Again, LaMarcus Aldridge mirrors to me a little bit of – the Joel Embiid laziness. You know what yeah. I mean? He kind of has the same thing. He doesn't have as much talent as Embiid does. And he's he, older and we know what he is. Exactly. So, <laughs> the, the Mar- by the way, Joel Embiid, if you don't lay off the Shake Shack, you might end up looking like Mar- Mar- Marcus Aldridge at the end of your career instead of being yeah. the elite big man that everyone believes in Philadelphia. What's and then, the meme? How it started? How's it yeah, going? Yeah, how's it going? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, if they, if they don't figure that out, that certainly could be his future. But he certainly Embiid has the talent to not be that and be an elite player. But like you said, DeMar DeRozan, I think, would be a valuable traded commodity to some teams. Yeah. He's a pretty good scorer. He has a good mid-range game. And you see he was in Toronto for all those years. He's a grinder. Again, he's someone he that hard. he plays hard every night. Yeah. And you need guys like that when you go down the stretch. Think about like the Heat acquiring Iguodala last year mm-hmm. for their run. Yeah. It's something like that. Maybe you're not the player you once was playing 35 minutes a night and scoring 25 points. But As the guy. If yeah. you can come off the bench and give us 10 to 15 a night, that's certainly something that's valuable in the NBA. So that'll be something to watch. I definitely think that the Spurs, I think Pop knows that we're kind of fizzled out here and we need yeah. to really rebuild. Yeah, we need to retool it completely. Yeah. Um, John Morant and Zion, as Conlon and I both touched on, I think those are obviously interesting pieces. And then you throw in, um, you know, Golden State's going to be there. Phoenix could be there. So yeah. um, that's the that's really the seven eight nine scenario and outlook preview whatever you want to call it for both sides that's a good call from josh up in yeah new york city man man. appreciate it brother thank you for tuning in look at it we're going from new york city to chicago yeah what's next again that's what i'm saying what's next we're gonna get somebody from down in there in tucson or something like that (laughs) (laughs) yep all my tucson listeners uh give us a call please exactly (laughs) so we're going to get to one more break in this hour uh, when we come back, Con and I are going to switch gears to switch gears to the NFL <laughs> to wrap up the second hour. some fire into your dinner plans this week and try one of the traditional and or gourmet pizzas at Boca Coal-Fired Bistro in Margate. You'll be so glad you did. And for sports fans on game day, enjoy Boca's football menu that includes the one and only football fries. Find your way to Boca in Margate, where good people meet new friends. Boca Fired Bistro in Margate, the official game day destination of The Fix with Ryan Rothstein. Heard weeknights at 10 on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. The, 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 middle. the middle. This story that Barrett told in the break is ridiculous. And you would think that basic hygiene is kind of necessary. I totally agree with you. I mean, I I did not shower for this show today. But I'm alone here, okay? There's nobody else in the house. You should have beat the crap out of this guy. Bro, it's just, it's just him, man. Like, 
it's like an unwritten law. If you're over 300 pounds, you at least got to take one and a half showers a day. He wore a jock and he wouldn't wash his pants. And I can remember I was telling him, you know, I, <laughs> every time I think about it, you know, it's, it's crazy. But Bobby Horn would come on the center and they kind of get, you know, they goose the center mm-hmm. and go like this so they know when to snap the ball. He smelled the back of his hand. He said, yo, bro. He went to Ray Rose, hey, coach, you got to do something. Ray's like, what are you talking about? Man, smell the back of my hand. You got to tell everybody he's got to go take a shower. Wow. Come on, man. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Dr. Charles McCabe is on a mission to eliminate back pain while helping each individual achieve optimum wellness right here in the Delaware Valley. I was in such pain that I couldn't even walk. I would go to sleep and I would literally pull my hair from the pain. Since the day we came in here, I felt like I was in a place where they really care for people. It's not just a number. Do you have a bulging disc or herniated disc causing you back pain? Have you been told you need surgery? It doesn't have to be that way. Many of Dr. McCabe's patients with these same disc problems have found relief with his treatment. Do this. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com and find out your options. Stop suffering from back pain now. CherryHillDiscCenter.com When I came here, we started, my pain level was 10, of course. As weeks went by, my pain level dropped. As of today, my pain level is zero. As they take care of you, they make sure this is good for you. Stop suffering from back pain due to disc problems. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. Are you a sports better looking to make some extra cash this holiday season? PropSwap is your answer. Betters all over the country are using PropSwap to profit on their sports betting skills. Last month, Dave from New Jersey made $12,000 on PropSwap simply by buying and selling tickets. PropSwap makes it easy to sell your bets to one of their thousands of buyers across the country. Go to PropSwap.com, that's P-R-O-P-S-W-A-P.com, or download the PropSwap app to get started. You're listening to The Fix with Ryan Rothstein, live from the PropSwap studios of AM1490 Sports Betting Radio. PropSwap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Once again, here's Ryan. All right, The Fix with Ryan Rothstein. Good stuff there. Um, Sitting in with Conlon Farrell for another 20 minutes. Appreciate him having some fun here tonight on a Tuesday before Christmas Eve Eve tomorrow night. And then I'm off um, for the holidays Thursday through Sunday. So we'll get into – it's a short week, so we're going to get into all the NFL tomorrow, full preview. Uh, We do have a Christmas Day game. Vikings – who are they playing? The Saints, I think. Um, I have so much – bleep in front of me but <laughs> we have a christmas nfl game we obviously have a full slate of nba so plenty to get to uh on tomorrow night show and if you want to chime in on the nba conversation feel free to do so 609-601-3290 conlon and i are going to get into nfl but you can call and, and we can switch gears and talk about whatever the heck you want uh anytime we're going up till 1 a.m all right conlon so we're coming down the stretch in the nfl yep how you feel, and we'll get into some of um, the bigger games this weekend against the spread in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It just seems like the Chiefs and everyone else, the Packers look pretty damn good, but I, I don't put them on the same level as the Chiefs. I don't know about you right now. Yeah, see, I kind of differ from that. I 
really, really think that this is maybe Aaron Rodgers' best season of his career, and that's tough to say. The guy's won, what, two MVPs, uh, won a Super Bowl. So I really – it's to me about their defense, and it'll come down to any team's defense against the Kansas City Chiefs with the way they play. Um, Terry Kill, Hardman, Le'Veon Bell now. Again, it's just the weapons are – it's insane. It's absolutely insanity. And given yeah. Patrick Mahomes, who's arguably, well, I'm not arguably, is the best quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Again, I guess against Aaron Rodgers, but the Packers, to me, out of the NFC, and right now in my mind, should win the should win the the Super Bowl uh, come first weekend in February. Mm-hmm. I really, I, I believe that, and I I'm sticking to that now. Again, I think you can get them. I believe at plus. 550 on DraftKings right now. I know the Chiefs were at plus 170 when I looked earlier, but they uh, that's a team that I certainly look at. I don't know. What do you like? I, I like the Chiefs right now, and I, I say the only thing – listen, you're right. Aaron Rodgers is having probably his best season of his career, and that's scary because yeah. he's had a lot of damn good seasons. Right. But I don't know if that's enough. Like you mentioned, the defense, and they're up and down, mm. um, and the Chiefs – they score at will, man. Like, they've shown us early in the year they can run the rock if they need to. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Patrick Mahomes isn't even trying out there half the time. Yeah, he has so much fun playing the game. I mean, it just it makes it look easy. It, it does. It, it's it's really something impressive. So, I mean, I'll ask you this. We'll, we'll get into, I guess, the weekend ahead. Yeah. Um, so, like you said, the Christmas Day game between the Vikings and Saints. Yep. That opens at a Saints seven-point advantage. Uh, in New Orleans, your thoughts? Do you – I mean, Drew Brees – they, they, we our lock last week was the Chiefs minus three, and yes. that ended up pushing. It did it, push, it, 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 so a push isn't a loss. But you think if you're talking a mortal lock, you want to cash that ticket. Yep. And yeah, they played them tough. I, I was surprised at how well Drew Brees coming off the. I mean, it looked like he got hit in a UFC fight. That yeah. the ravage of injuries he sustained with all those broken ribs. I didn't even know how, you had that many ribs. You know, what I mean, it looks like a, <laughs> a full rack you get at Arby's or something he, like that. He broke more ribs than most people even have. Yeah, right? exactly. It, it, it's unbelievable. So. They open as seven-point favorites against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. I mean, I think a nice story out of the NFL this year was the development of Justin Jefferson, the the oh, star Vikings wide receiver. How good is that guy, man? Unbelievable. Another yeah. guy the Eagles could have had, but yeah, let's right. not go down that oh, road. Oh, Jalen Rager's going to win you know, Rookie of the Year, right? Yeah, Offensive Player of the Year. <laughs> I mean, He's got to be in the running. Drive an Uber or something. I don't know what the heck that guy's done. Um, yeah, right. But, dude, you bring up the Saints, and you ask me about this Christmas Day game, and I'll get to it in a second, but... I like the Saints to potentially win it all. I mean, you look at what really? they you look at what they did without Drew Brees, and they have this they have the star. They power. lost the Eagles with Jalen Hurts. They, they did, but that's okay in the grand scheme of things. Like the Chiefs lost to the Raiders. Yeah, that's I mean, true. So you can point to a bad loss a bad every loss. year. Everyone has a bad loss. Everyone has year. a bad loss, and and they that came without Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna you know crucify him over that they still have Alvin Kamara they still have Michael Thomas exactly and that defense has proven to be pretty damn good yeah they again I think I, I, was, I was just making a uh, kind of a joke there but because yeah. I don't think they were fully prepared for what Jalen Hurts was going to bring on the I'd say if the New Orleans Saints and the Eagles played you know 10 weekends 10 weekends in a row yeah. the Saints probably won eight of them probably so uh that might be just been a fluke like you said they come back they play arguably obviously the odds on favorite to win the Super Bowl to a three-point game last week and a tough one um so, yeah, they, they certainly possess the talent on both sides of the ball to do it. It's really come down, again, guys making plays. And if, if guys like you know, I mean, Kamara and Drew Brees can have big weeks, that will uh, we'll see them make a run like they did a couple years back. And obviously in that huge controversial uh, yeah, I mean, Rams-Saints game, yeah. that was in the 
Every and, year there's yeah. a controversial ending to the Saints. And, so maybe and one will go their way this year, right? Maybe, probably not. No, but, probably, uh, not. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. But Sean Payton's going to freaking have a stroke. Yeah, he is. Um, you, you mentioned the Packers, and I think you bring up the Packers. I mean, one, they're really damn good, so yeah. I'm not trying to say, like, why did you bring up the Packers? But mm-hmm. it's because the Chiefs and their firepower is so scary. Yeah. And you look at what Aaron Rodgers has done this year with the Packers – they have similarities to that. Like, they can score in bunches. Yeah, their offenses kind of mirror each other a little bit. A little bit. The Packers just don't have the weapons simply. I mean, again, you talk about yeah, Devontae Adams might be the best receiver in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, on, on any given week. Him and Tyreek. Him and Tyreek Hill, exactly. Yeah. Are so, and you just kind of, if you were looking matchup-wise, I just don't know. The Chiefs' defense isn't as good as everybody thinks they are. I know Frank Clark, they have a decent front seven. But again, I don't know if that back with uh, they got the Honey Badger and uh, Tyron Matthew. It to me seems like that might be the one area that could be exposed on their roster. And if anyone were to expose it, it'd be Aaron Rodgers and the Packers offense. That's the only way I see them sneaking in. And again, both of those guys would have to play lights out, eliminate the turnovers. No mistake, you know what I mean. Yeah. It all comes down. I just think it'll be a hell of a game. And at the moment, I'd probably lean Green Bay. But yeah, I mean, I might be on the the. Not the sharp side of that, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? And even the sharp side ain't, ain't right 10 out of 10 times. Exactly. That for damn sure. Yep. Um, as far as this game goes, I don't know. Does the 7 scare you? It eh. scares me a little bit, but it, I, my pick will be the Saints. I would probably lean the Saints at 7. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, playing at home, they got Breeze back now for a full week. Hopefully he's healthier. Uh, to me, the Vikings just struggle. Like I said, they struggle on the, on the defensive side of the ball. And they struggle because they don't know what Kirk Cousins is going to show up every week. You just have I mean, to, you have to feed Dalvin Cook, right? Yeah, like, and you do, it. and that's what the one thing I'm sure the with Cam Jordan and the Demario Davis and the guys that like the front seven of the New Orleans Saints have, they got to be load us in the box, make Kirk Cousins beat us. Yeah. Obviously, we're going to take Ma- uh, Marshawn Lattimore and Justin Jefferson, match them up, and that'll be a good battle. But again, make make Kirk Cousins beat us because at the end of the day, he's shown that he's he can. Do it some days, and other days you can't. So you got to be consistent in the NFL, especially at the quarterback position. He's just not. So I'd probably lean the seven in New Orleans. You like that. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Vikings Saints facts. Yeah. This will be the fourth time the Vikings will be playing on Christmas Day in franchise history. The Vikings are 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five as underdogs. I, I, I don't. I don't live and die by these trends, by the way. No. Saints are 9-2 and two against the spread versus a team with a losing record on days that end in Y when the temperature is 40 to 50 degrees. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> I made that last part up. But yeah. it's uh, you have to feel like if you're going to bet this game, and I've been saying this too, and this always doesn't hold true. This is just like a personal um, preference. I- I'll take the better team. Like when I look at the Saints, and I know that sounds like, oh, Captain Obvious, but when I look at the Saints and the Vikings, I'm not going to overthink this and say, oh, but it's seven, and oh, the Vikings could do it, and sure, we've seen crazier upsets, and would I be shocked if the Vikings cover or even went outright? No, of course not. But I'm taking my money out of my pocket. I'm not I'm not overthinking this and taking the Vikings plus seven is my point. No, I wouldn't either. Here's another game I like. This yeah. is fine. seems to me like a game of mousetrap because – the Indianapolis Colts roll the Pittsburgh, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are trending in the worst direction possible. And at this point in the league, again, you got the all the circus behind Juju and his TikTok dances, and he got his block knocked off like an older brother uh, and a younger <laughs> brother snowman. Yeah, I mean, it, again, he seems to me like there's a lot more dancing and yelling and a lot less good football going on, especially in the last three weeks, really since Washington came in there and defeated them for their first loss. 
That game is right now Colts minus two. And the Colts are pretty good. Again, I think the Colts' defense is good. I think Phillip Rivers has had a pretty kind of little bit of a revival. Yeah. I'm not sure how long he'll continue to stay in Indy. But I think if T.Y. Hilton is healthy, if they get Pascal and those guys, the offensive line's fairly good. You know what I mean? Do they is that a trap game? Do I because again I really want to just take the Colts minus you know what I mean I buy I, I would take them minus three not even minus two because they're not even giving you the hook here yeah it's in Pittsburgh again I know Mike Tomlin's an excellent head coach he will get that locker room right because they are not focused and not ready to play seemingly in the past three weeks so I'm sure that this week of practice will not be some Christmas cakewalk they'll be ready to go. I, this is a tough game. I think this is a stay away game for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're two very similar teams. They have good defenses, although the Pittsburgh defense is banged up and struggling. So I'm not going to take the last two to three games with the Steelers and you know use that as my entire like my yeah. entire uh, whatever theory mm-hmm. for this game. I think they're more than that. I know they're more than that. The Colts. I haven't been on the Colts. They're a very good football team, but Phillip Rivers scares the bleep out of me. I don't like betting on Phillip Rivers. If they run if they run the rock, which they can do, if their defense shows up, which it has been, sure, they can win. I like the Steelers winning this game like 23-20. I think they get in the wow. win column. Yeah, so you get the Steelers. If you want Steelers outright money, you get them at, ooh, nah, a cool plus 110. So not, nothing crazy. I thought you were going to get a little bit more value there. I, I like this as a live betting opportunity. Okay. Like, like watch That's the fair. first five, six minutes. See, if see they, how they play again. Because, yeah. again, you can kind of get the, the vibe and tone of a team. If the Steelers come out and march down the field and they run Chris Brown, they got to stop dropping the football. I, I mean, again. I, they have it, more drops than the Eagles. It's it's unreal. They're just – it's not – it's a lack of focus, really. And that lack of focus – and you can't tell me I get it. It's when you're on the field and you lace, lace them up and strap them up that you should be ready to play. The Steelers haven't looked ready to play, and that certainly can translate over into the game and worrying about everything else besides executing and doing your job, which seems like the wide receivers for the Pittsburgh Steelers have forgotten to do, again, which is catch the football. Exactly. And so that's a, that's a big aspect of the game um, for sure. <laughs> yeah. you got to do that to win sometimes. <laughs> yeah. you got to score more points than the other team, the too. The other team, exactly. We, we, we bring the insight We're here. bringing you down exactly <laughs> what, the, what you need to do, the X's and O's. Uh, I want to ask you about the AFC North since we're on the Steelers. Okay. Can the Browns overtake them here? I mean, we have a Week 17 matchup waiting, and I don't yep. know if the Steelers could be overlooking this matchup. They shouldn't be overlooking anyone after what we've seen on no. film the past three games from them. But uh, what, what are your thoughts on the AFC North, Conlon? The Steelers shouldn't look overlook UCF based upon the way they've played no. the past couple weeks. <laughs> no. um, here's my problem with, with the Cleveland Browns. Again, okay. The Cleveland Browns are probably, to me, in the top – you just talk – Kansas City Chief roster, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers player roster, and then Cleveland Browns are in that conversation with talent-wise having one of the best constructed rosters in the NFL. Miles Garrett. Yeah, I mean... Two Denzel, running backs Denzel going Denzel over 1,000. Exactly right. <laughs> Chubb, Hunt, Baker Mayfield is the straw that will hang for yes. the Cleveland Browns, and mm-hmm. it has been now for since he's been there. Mm-hmm. They've done a good job. Um, Reeling them in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's like you want to be like, this is the year they break through, and for the city of Cleveland, hope so. They already have for they, Cleveland they have. standards, but, but again, I know what you're saying. You want to you see them with this talent do something that's not just, hey, we won 12 games. Right. Fantastic. Where would you finish? You know yeah. what I mean? That's all that really matters in the league, who wins the hardware. Yep. So, to me, I can't I, – I don't have faith in Baker Mayfield. I just think he is what he is, and he's a system quarterback. They've done good, done a good job with him in the system, but when you need a guy at the end of the game to drive down the football field and make enough plays, enough throws, 
to win you a close game. I don't think Baker Mayfield's that guy. No. Big Ben hasn't been that guy recently. I'd rather take Big Ben in a sure. two-minute scenario any day of the week. So ten out of ten. I'm going to still stick with the Steelers. I think again, Tomlin I, um, is going to get these guys right. I still think they win it. They better clean it up quick though, because even though if they win the AFC North, they could certainly face a uh, tough test in you know I mean round one or wherever they whoever they get in the uh, AFC opening round of the playoffs. Uh, AFC North updated odds. The Steelers are still the overwhelming favorite, minus 335. The wow. Browns, plus 260. Okay. And they're not that far off. There's value there. Yeah, but. yeah, there is value. So, again, if you really think that Baker Mayfield, if, if, I'm, if I'm wrong, which I've been many times, so if Baker Mayfield isn't something that you find overly concerning, I would take the Browns at plus 260 right now because that is pretty decent odds. Certainly, I, I, I would thought that I wouldn't think the Steelers would be that big of favorites coming off what the way they played recently. Uh, we're running out of time in the second hour, unfortunately. But let, real quick, while I have the division uh, odds up, let, let's bring it local, NFC East. Uh, the Eagles are plus 650 <laughs> to win the division. The Giants are 6-1 uh, to one at plus 600. Mm-hmm. And then the Washington football team, the clear favorites at minus 305. Yeah. I, I mean, you're, you're, you're just betting on trash. You know, a recycling <laughs> bin versus a garbage can. The betting on if Dwayne Haskins is going to have a hooker over the night before the game. Exactly. And, yeah, I mean, needs to... Uh, it's just to me that's just <laughs> insanity. It's, I we opened the show with it, I but know. I don't know if because uh, again Smith's hurt, Allen's hurt, right? Yeah, they, they yeah. have to play him. They have to play him. And uh, Smith, there, there's reports that he, he might be able to come back. Yeah, but that's if, not official. Yeah, so they're goading you and to take that Eagles plus six fifty. Yeah, because right now they have the best quarterback out of those three teams. So in Jalen Hurts, out of Daniel oh, right, Jones yeah. and and the Giants and yes. and Haskins in the the football team. Yes. Um, they so again a good quarterback always gives you a chance to win. So if because they, I mean well the Eagles still need the Giants to lose correct in the next two weeks like now they, they do yeah. yeah yeah so they need some help which is always you know you always want to control your own destiny yeah, not absolutely. anything new but so that's the only thing that maybe you stay away from the reason. I would take the the Eagles at plus six fifty right now. I, I'd give it a sprinkle. Yeah, just a little sprinkle, just a sprinkle, just a, just a sprinkle, dash. just a little dash. Exactly. Why not for that value? Get weird. <laughs> I mean, it's it's trash, like I said. But yeah, exactly. Nonetheless, <laughs> betting on trash. Uh, Colin Farrell certainly isn't trash, so he's oh, going to depart us uh, after two hours of co-hosting, and he will be back. Uh, next week doing the same thing for us. So, Conlon, I appreciate it, man. Yo, man, this is awesome. I really do appreciate the opportunity, man. Yep. It's a lot of fun. We'll do it next week. Yeah, we're going to do it next week. Be sure to follow Conlon on Twitter at the two E's, the yes, Couch Guy. Um, you can follow me at Wise Rye. You can find all of our stuff uh, on our social media pages. And uh, we'll get to break. We have to get to the top of the hour update and into our third and fi- final hour on The Fix live in the Prop Swap Studios. So keep it locked in right here.